Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Prophet, the Navi, Tsefania, Zephaniah 3a. That's the first part of chapter 3. We're going to do from verse 1 to verse 10 today. In the last chapter, the, the Prophet, Tsefania, had warned all of the nations of the world that if they don't um, heed God's message and rid themselves of arrogance and learn to be humble before God that the punishment was coming. At the end, he ended with, um, and he pointed his fingers and turned his attention to all many of the nations surrounding Israel at the time. Now, uh, in chapter 3, he turns his focus again towards Jerusalem, the capital of Judah, which is where, which is where he is standing and giving these prophecies. And he states as follows, Hoy Now, there are many ways to translate this verse. And interestingly, some are kind of opposite of the other. So I will first read the, um, the one that's kind of negative. And this is, uh, the Mitsudos learns it this way. And he, learns, he, stud, he feels that it means Mora'ah from the root word rei, which is uh, uh, something disgusting, uh, you know, uh, um, a fecal matter, you know, mora, and venig Allah, again, from go'ala nafshi, where my soul is disgusted with something. So, hoi mora venig would mean, woe is to that city which is uh, disgusting and, and dirty with, Dirty things, Vinigala, and it's disgusting. Ha'ir ha'yona, the city. Now, yona sometimes it means a dove, but over here, using in the same context, the Matsudo translates it and says, the city that from the language of ona'a, the city full of deceit and deception. So he's criticizing Jerusalem. That's one way of reading it. Another way of reading it is kind of almost the opposite. Is ha'imora'a from the, the word. Uh, um, Yira to fear and nig Allah from the language of Gaula to redeem. So then it would be Hai of nig Allah. How beautiful uh, woe is to that city which is so so awesome and the city which is going to be redeemed one day. Hayona, the city of the dove, which is like a beautiful name, a metaphor for the city of Jerusalem. But either way, the next verse is not so so good. The next verse says, Losham uh, Abikol, you, the city of Jerusalem, you did not listen when when the prophets called you and told you to 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 improve yourselves. Lola Khamusar, you did not take a lesson, you did not learn when they tried to teach you. Badunai Lova Tocha, and she did not. It's not you didn't. In both the phrases before, she did not listen to the to the teachings, and she did not have any um any faith or any trust in God, El Eloheha, to her God, Lo Koreva, she did not come close. She should have come close to her God, but she did not. So Reha Bekirba, and this as we found repeatedly, this, uh, similar criticisms in all the prophets, her, her, her officials, her, her officers within her, they, they preyed upon, the, literally preyed upon the people, took advantage of them. They were like roaring lions. Shofiteha, her judges, this is Eve Erev, were like the, the wolves of the night. Erev also could mean the wolves of the, of the 
of the of the wilderness. Lo garmula boker. They did not. Um, they ate everything all night, and they didn't leave anything. They didn't. They didn't finish until until the morning. They kept eating the flesh of the people. Nivieha, her false prophets. This means her prophets, but the her false prophets, the people leading them in the wrong direction. Pochazim, they are 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 foolish. Is how the Radak translates it. They're kalim, they're light, they're foolish. Anshebogdos, they are rebellious people. Kohanela, her priests, Chililu Kodesh, they defiled the holy. Rather than be exemplars and teach holiness, they defiled the holiness themselves. And this last phrase is a powerful one. Chamsu Torah, they made the Torah, they made the Torah into Hamas, into something that was oppressive. They they used the Torah as a means of corruption. Um, and the the commentaries give various examples, but essentially what it sounds like is just a corrupt system where people would come to learn Torah, but they would use it as a way to make money off the backs of the people. However, God, when God is within the city, He is righteous within the city. He does not do injustice. Every morning He puts out His justice, his justice is in the bright light of the morning. It's open, it's easy to see. He brings things to light, things that are not hidden. But he, the other, but the people, the, the, the leaders of the city, those that, that, that um, were avol, those that were, um, were, uh, were corrupt and perpetrated injustice, they knew no shame. Until, of course, God himself comes and brings them to light. Hichrati goyim. I have cut... And now he t- he's still talking and addressing the people of Jerusalem. But he tells them, Look look, ag- look around at the nations around you. I have I have destroyed, I have wiped out all of these nations. Noshamu pinosam. There are strong towers with which they protected the city. They've been laid waste. Hichrati chutzosam. All of their streets and markets. I... Destroyed Mebliover, there's no longer anyone passing through them. Nitzdu Orehem, their cities are destroyed. Or rather, the Ebenezer has a nice explanation. Nitzdu meaning they emptied. Their cities were emptied out. Mebliish, without any people there anymore. Me'enyoshev, no more people inhabiting those cities. Omarti, and I said, God said, Achtir, EOC, all you needed to do would have been to have, have fear for me. Listen to the lesson. And then I never would have, and I'm translating this the way Rashi does, and I never would have cut off the people that dwelled in your countries. This is directed towards the people of all the surrounding countries. Had you listened, you wouldn't have had to go through this destruction. Everything, I had so much riches in mind for you. God didn't want to destroy these other nations. He wanted to give them all kinds of wonderful things, which is why he kept on sending them this message. We've seen in Sefania, we've seen in Nochum, we've seen in Ovadio, we've seen in Yeshayahu, and all of the prophets directed their words. We saw it in, in um, Amos, directed their words and rebuked to the other nations. Had you only learned your lesson, I would have given you so much. Achain, however, what did you do? Hishkimbu, you, you rose up in the morning, ready, hishchisu, to destroy, kolalilosam, with all kinds of devious and corrupt ways. That's what you did instead. 
I, I didn't want to punish you. That's not wasn't what my intention was. Lachain, therefore, because you didn't listen to my lesson, Chakuli. This is again in, in plural. Uh, looking at all the nations around, you wait for me, Noam Adonai says God. Liom kumi laad for the day that I get up forever. It's, it's gonna, one day it's going to happen, and after that, no more, no more playing games. It is my justice to gather all of the nations together, to gather together all of the kingdoms in order in order to pour out my anger against them, all of the anger that I have, because with the fire of my anger, with the fire of my um, um Rage, the entire land will be destroyed. He uses the language here, to gather the the nations together. This is a key word here because if you remember, we used, he started off the book to find you with that same words, and I told you then that I felt that it meant to gather people together in order to mete out justice. And rather than what most of the translators say that asof there means to destroy, but I said it means to gather. And you see over here a pretty clear proof to, to my explanation and translation of the word that this is my judgment in order in order to I gathered together the nations using that same word in order to pour out my anger upon them. But what's my goal? My goal is not to destroy them, but my goal is to destroy the evil ones, kiaz, because then when that day comes, el amim, I will I will turn all of the nations into something new. People that will all speak together with clear, beautiful language. They will all, everything they speak will be with the proper purpose and goal, which is that they will all, all the nations of the world will call out in the name of God, to worship Him, shoulder to shoulder, all together, the entire world. So what God is saying, he says, with my anger in the first verse, I can destroy the world, but his purpose is not to destroy, but the purpose is to cleanse the world of evil so that the entire world will now come together and worship God. May everyone, everywhere, even may Averl in Kush, this is verse 10, even those that are far off, way past those, those rivers of Kush, which is like some river in the depths of Africa, they didn't even know the nations that were behind there. Um, this reminds us, of course, of Isaiah chapter 18, where, where he used the same, Isaiah used the same language, that land which requires ships with sails to go far away, in those places which are so far out that they're even way past the rivers in the, in the depths of Africa, in the depths of Kush. So um, the, the places atorai bat putai. These are places which are we don't even know. Uh, they, they're very rarely mentioned. These are just far away countries that they like knew existed. The place of atorai, place of putai. Um, even those places yovilun min They will bring offerings to me. Even. Uh, uh, they will they will, they will bring offerings to me, says God. That is what my goal is. That the entire world, everyone, the nations here, the nations there, the nations everywhere, will all come to worship me. I'm going to stop here because 
Um, this is halfway through the third chapter, and the next, God focuses more a little bit more on Israel. The first part was was He was focusing a lot more on the nations of the world. Thank you so much for studying Sephania 3a. Looking forward to studying Sephania 3b together, and thus completing the book of Sephania.